At the end of your life, what will be your legacy? What will you leave behind for future generations? For the world, join the world messenger, Isabella Lundberg, each week as she brings you a new distinguished guest from the business, sports, or entertainment world to share their success, their struggles, and their lessons. They will share their insights into current hot topics that affect everyone. Isabella facilitates an intimate, vulnerable environment to find the true value of humanity and real leadership. Are you ready for your legacy? The legacy that matters? Hello, hello, my beautiful friends. Isabella Lumbercure with the World Messenger, and I'm inviting you for another epic legacy leader show. I am super thrilled to have my fellow European here with me. That is actually in very different geographic region at the moment. And we'll let her explain where she's currently residing and what she's dealing with. But more than anything, someone who is extremely creative, that loves leadership as much as I do, and it's also mover and shaker, it's creating phenomenal digital ecosystem of change makers so that we can positively impact life, businesses, as well as multi-generational uh, and create a multi-generational impact. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Andrea Zapka. Andrea, welcome. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you very much for this interview, Isabella. I'm, I'm thrilled to be with you. <laughs> a fantastic likewise, my friend. So originally you're from Hungary, right? Yes, exactly. I'm from Hungary. I'm, I never lived outside Hungary. <laughs> So that's that's my that's my background, yes. <laughs> and as a Croatian, fellow Croatian, I've been in Hungary so many times, and I've been very close, actually bordering with the, with Croatia on the northern side. It's just uh, one of those places where I used to go quite often. So when I was <laughs> residing in Europe, and now I'm in US, and you are now in Asia, more specifically Malaysia, right? Yes, exactly. We moved here a few years ago, five years ago, exactly. And uh, we started a new life. Uh, we found together with my husband something that no none of us see so before. So we were thinking, let's do it. And yeah, it's a big challenge, a big adventure, but we really love it. It's a beautiful place in Malaysia. The people are super nice. Uh, you can travel all around Southeast Asia. So it's it's a nice destination to be. Fantastic. And everything with what is happening with obviously with COVID, we now have a more chance to virtualize and, and do different things. But the economy was booming before COVID. Seems like it's in part of recovery. So do you mind a little bit sharing about what do you do, uh, um, obviously, professionally and something that you passionately started as a result of some major, major events? So do you mind sharing a little bit of background story? <laughs> So originally I was working for multinational companies. Uh, I am an economist in bank management and, check and uh, stock exchange um, as my diploma, but I never worked in this field. I worked in foreign uh, exchange. I worked in, uh, you know, like service uh, center, team leadership and all these things. I worked it through and then I became a lean uh, subject matter expert. If you know the, the lean, yes, methodology. lean methodology, yes, exactly. And then after I was going closer and closer to people because I'm a dancer also since I was six and I'm teaching classes. I had my dance school and this together created kind of like a special view of life, a special view of people and my methodology in coaching and what I do today is creative leadership coaching and all my methodology is backed up on this background, very diverse background. And today I'm, I'm, 
I figured that empowerment has gone into a very weird uh, definition. It became a trendy word and most of the time the people uh, connect empowerment with women and it's always women empowerment. And last year we had a we had a beautiful event, um, a worldwide summit. And uh, at this summit, together with the 108 speakers, we decided that it's not, it's, it doesn't need a label. It doesn't need the, the, the tagline. Because if you put the tag before, then it's giving you some kind of uh, a, a prerequisition or, or something that you, in your mind, you decide that that is it. But if you take it away, it's all free. There is no judgment. There is no uh, expectation. So you don't start this circle of judging people to putting them into boxes. So I am really thrilled that I started something big. I'm creating a digital ecosystem for purpose-driven entrepreneurs. And um, I would like to Yesterday, I found a very nice explanation for this. I would like to be like an airport, you know, that is connecting <laughs> all the people from all around the world who are caring for our world, who are caring for each other. And I want to provide this beautiful platform and I want them to collaborate. I want them to do affiliation. I want them to support each other. I want them to do projects. I want them to share knowledge. And, and that's what I'm building. <laughs> Wow, that is outstanding. So I'm hearing multiple things here. Obviously, you're a lean background, and I also have an extensive agile background. I'm sure comes very good and very mm -hmm. handy with your project, and project management is such a huge undertaking. But then you are putting on forefront leadership and methodologies of leadership that is transformative, that is inclusive, and now you're creating this tremendous ecosystem. So you started with events last year and that particular event, now you're repeating for second year and you're doing over 200 speakers this time around. <laughs> Are you having yes. such a, <laughs> oh, wow. That is such a huge undertaking. And if I understood correctly, when I talked to you the other day, you're doing this by yourself. Yes, exactly. I, I, you know, we are all leaders. We both leaders. We know how how to become leaders and how what to do. And I'm a creative leader, so I believe in walk the talk. And I believe that before you give the system to someone else, you have to build the system yourself. So these events are giving me a beautiful background and a beautiful experience to create a system that is working. Because I know what the people have to do in the background, and when once I will have my team, then I I can exactly tell them what is the hardship how they can get over it because it's yeah it's not easy some some of the speakers call me nutcase already <laughs> on a nice way because they believe that it's a, it's something that i shouldn't undertake but somehow empowerment is about this that you show to the people that a little drop in the ocean can do a lot of things and and it's it's just up to the person the human uh, how far they take it and yeah, I'm sitting in front of my computer from morning till evening, but I'm talking to beautiful people. I'm creating something that is that is my dream and it, it's driving me more and more. And it's it's uh, it's something that is bringing me forward all the time. So I'm, I'm looking forward to to see this growing. And, and already the second year is an amazing enhancement compared to the last year. That is fantastic. And what I want for all people that are listening and watching to take a moment and reflect on that. And even for a lot of people that think it's you crazy by 
putting so much effort and taking such a big undertaking. Everything meaningful and worth transforming and worth creating impact started this way. It took out initially one person and then before you know a second and then army of people that could see that shared vision. And I love your vision. And if you don't mind for everybody also to listen and watching, <laughs> step back for a second. Why did you even do the first event last year? What prompts you? What opportunities did you saw? And where did you saw some of the gap? Because both of us obviously passionate about people in general, but you are passionate about youth and you're also passionate about adults. So tell us a little bit more about that story. It started uh, when I was uh, stranded out of Malaysia because we wanted to travel. And once we get out of the country, I wanted to go to Argentina to dance tango. <laughs> Oh my and, God, uh, <laughs> that's Argentina tango, two and a half shoes from Argentina, custom yes, made for tango. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> so yes, I couldn't get into Argentina because that was the time when the lockdown started. So I couldn't come back to Malaysia either. And I was uh, there out for four months from my home. I couldn't get back. I had one suitcase and I was thinking what to do. And I talked to my friends and everyone was um young and old all my friends was taking this uh, lockdown very badly like on a they got low the mental mental health i mean all this depression anxiety uh, don't know what to do what's happening to my business i cannot change and on the contrary i was in this situation locked out from my home and being so inspired because i was thinking this is the time I can create the one thing that i wanted to create that can help someone and then i was like who, who should I help? And I, I was thinking, I should help everyone if I can. Why not offer some something that is not mine, but we we just put the little dots, the beautiful experts, the, the all these people together, and together we can help them. And then I was, all right, what to do? Let's do a summit. Let's do one day. And then I went, oh, no, don't do one day. Let's do a weekend. <laughs> and then I figured out I didn't really know anything about StreamYard, about the website building, about all these things. And I was like, uh, okay, let's learn. So I was sitting down, I was creating my strategy, put up the website myself. I mean, I did everything and I had a very little team last year. I'm really thankful for them for helping me with the marketing. So it was really good because they helped me at the beginning to how to do it. And I had 108 experts just from LinkedIn because I, I really believe in connections. So I'm connecting on a human way and trying to, you know, even with the comments, try to be friends, try to be someone that comes back later to you. I want to meet them yeah, like you in person. So yeah, it, it's, 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 uh, it's, a, it's a love for humanity. It's a love for something bigger, a love for growth and the love for, for creativity and, and freedom of leadership, because I believe that's something that people don't think about that everyone has this fixed mindset when they think about leadership. And I leave the doors open when I'm creating this summit. I'm like talking to the experts, they have an idea and I'm saying, Oh, okay, let's do that. It's good idea. And then they look at my work worksheet and they say, Oh, but that one is an interview. Uh, I cannot do it, right? Because it's cold interview. And I'm like, no, I, I'm the boss. I can change it, <laughs> right? If I want, I can change it for you and it can become a workshop or anything. So I love this part to give the people a different perspective that they, they have possibilities, they have options. Everything is open. It's just to, up to them how they use this 
huge palette of, of the life that on their own advantage and, and on elevating others. I love what you shared um, through this uh, journey, obviously, how COVID could put you in the victim mode, how could you focus on so many things you cannot do, and how did you thought differently than anybody else around you? You saw that as opportunity and you acted upon and then and, and look at what you're creating now and look at what you're creating this year. <laughs> so for everybody, again, watching and listening, when we focus too much on what we can't, we're going to get stuck. But when we focus what's possible, right, then we have some really amazing things occurring. And that is why I'm just so uh, thrilled not only to get to know you, to interview here on the Legacy <laughs> Leader Show, because you're already creating such a tremendous impact and legacy while you're still around. And this is just beginning. You're so young. And I love that you're tapping into skills and resources and going after for things you don't know because you are determined and you're learning. And that's where amazing, tremendous change and impact is created. So with that journey <laughs> and looking for opportunities, this year blossomed and bloomed and it's doubled in terms of the speakers, right? And the reach. And do you mind sharing with the audience that are not familiar, what are you putting together in October? When events are starting, how did you envision? And based on what you saw last year, how did you undercover the need and how you're now planning to augment that need? So the event is starting with the pre-weeks uh, on the 27th of September. We will have two pre-weeks just to warm up, to show the people how it looks like with a few workshops, a few interviews with the experts, a little bit of networking. We will have clubhouse rooms, we will have uh, Zoom uh, sessions, we will have interview sessions, everything streamed on YouTube and Facebook. And uh, from October 11th, we start the first week of the core of the summit, which is targeting young people. That's why the, the title, the young and the wise, let's be bold together. So every week is talking to someone else. The first week is talking to the youth. The second week is talking to the wise. <laughs> and the last week is talking to both of them because I want to, want to enhance intergenerational conversations. I believe today it's a, there is a little bit of gap between the young generation and the older generation generation because of technology, because the fast pace change, because of, of uh, understanding each other, because the different emotional level, because connection is different. Uh, they learned, they grow up in a totally different environment, right? So this summit is exactly the place from the 11th until the 31st of October to get to know other generations, other perspectives, to listen to each other and to learn from each other. That is brilliant. And I love how you say young and wise and then opportunity for them to also interact because young people, younger generation are seeing so different with what world became with the COVID. Wise and one being through previous hardship and maybe better navigating all of this, but it's so great to blend it and put them all also together so they can learn from each other, right? Because it's so much to learn from each other. Um, so with that in mind, you mentioned you're going to be doing some of the stuff on the clubhouse, which is fantastic. You're obviously leveraging technology and all the resources and platforms that are available. And uh, But you're creating amazing hub. Is that what I'm hearing also that you mentioned? So the hub that's going to have opportunity or platform uh, over the years to come to continue to engage the audience. Do you mind sharing a little bit about that? What is the vision of the hub? 
So the hub is a digital ecosystem, a sustainable digital ecosystem with purpose-driven individuals and with everyone in this field. That means that I want all the players from NGOs to companies to, to individuals, entrepreneurs, to uh, underrepresented groups to have a platform where they can go and they can find support, help, and they can share knowledge and it's beneficial for everyone. That means that with these summits, I, I, I will be honest with everyone, this is a practice field, right? Because I gather the experts, I get to know people, I, I really conduct single interviews with each and every expert and all the people are asking, why do you do it? Because normally they just get one, uh, one message and then they are on board and they get the next message to go live. But for me, it's important to get to know the people because I'm building the hub. Because I want proactive, creative leaders who join me in this vision, who will help me to build this up on a proactive way and will walk the talk and lead the underrepresented groups uh, to close the economical and digital divide. And together they can have here a marketplace where they can sell their products, books, modules, whatever. And from the income, we will go in a three-tier three um, way of, uh, of dividing what's coming in. So one part goes back to the experts, one part goes for maintaining the, the hub, and one part is for mentoring underrepresented groups because most of the people cannot afford this kind of events or summits or mentorship. And this is why I'm also keeping the summit for free because there I also had some people telling me, oh, Andrea, why don't monetize it? And I'm like, it's not happening yet because it's in the future, the monetization, of course, but I have to make sure that my purpose is the same and I don't do the money before the purpose of this hub. So I, I want to first make a working hub, which is profitable for everyone on a way that they get value and knowledge. And after that, we figure out how can everyone have a win-win relationship and how they can earn money also on the platform. That is brilliant. And I love your vision, but I also love your leadership and people are too quick to focus on the money uh, without really even testing the platform. Is it working? Does it have glitches? Is it serving people and it's easy to navigate? What people are saying, who are we serving? Are people staying around the platform or hub? And a lot of times uh, people don't look at, at those questions, um, but it's so important from leadership standpoint, when is the value that's going to always be the money, that's going to always be partners, that's going to be always sponsors, and we have to figure all this because if it's never done before, uh, to, so that you prepared, right, for not only magnitude <laughs> of traffic, but also magnitude of moving parts and with so many different people. And I think that is so important distinction, and I loved what, what you're sharing. I love hearing all of that. And I oh. have to add to this, sorry, but I have to add one more thing. I love diversity. So I believe in colorful connections. And I believe that when you build a platform, you shouldn't build it alone. You, you should build it with the people inside, with the, with the, what, how they experience the thing and all that. Absolutely. You shouldn't take it as an offense because no, most of the people are very, leaders are very, not jealous, but they are self-minded and, and a little bit looking self-centered on their own things. But if you open your mind and you listen to these like advices, all of them are treasures and you can build it in the system. And then when you build it in, you get something much more amazing because it's built by the people to the people. 
I love that. And that is something that is so dear to my heart. Uh, because uh, as I always say, it is about getting the feedback from the people, what they need or want versus for us, inserting, interjecting ourselves and assume what they need, what they want. Uh, and, and that is such a different approach. But you also mentioned something that through all this conversation that we started earlier, uh, seems like a beautiful thread, which is meaningful connections and relationships. And not everybody knows still, unfortunately, either the young or wise, <laughs> how to do that effectively. So do you mind sharing a little bit about how you are approaching, first of all, reaching, connecting, as you said, you leveraged LinkedIn, you got speakers there, you didn't have to pay uh, to find them, you were able to do that through your um, showing up and leading the way. So with everyone that is struggling, that wants to verify or at least adjust their game, what would you recommend and what do you have to say? So meaningful connections, let me share a little bit of background. I believe my understanding of leadership and followership is coming from the dancing background, because when you are dancing, you know tango, it's all about understanding the other person without saying a word and without uh, having um, expectations again. You have to really give use to the other person, really listen and then follow. And then you have to initiate and, and put your intentions there so that the other person understands you too. And this we forget a little bit uh, today. I don't know because of the rush, because of the busyness of life or because of the situation, how we are developing and how profit becomes uh, and power becomes the most important thing in the world. But I believe connections are not about this. Connections are about really getting to the level of the other person in front of you, putting yourself in their own, in their perspective and understanding their view, how they see you and how they see the world. And once you did that, you went down to this root level, then you will understand the person and then you can connect authentically to that person. And from that moment on, you can build authentic connection. And there you can say that this is authentic because that became a trendy word also, like become authentic and all this. But people don't know the meaning of authentic. It's, it's not to push yourself, your brand, your whatever you do outside just like that and push it on people. You first listen to the people and see how your brand, how your beliefs can help other people in their own ways, in their lives. So I believe that's something very important in connecting with people, in networking, in 200 people, 200 speakers voluntarily came. Some of the speakers became sponsors. So it's, it's amazing this way, if you put it like this, you really put the work in and you show them the value that they can get from this then they will uh, come because it's an authentic connection. It's, it's, it's a long-term vision. And shared vision. And it's also something that automatically influences and, and impacts, right? And everybody wants to be deep down part of something that is transformational, that is impactful and where they can contribute in authentic way, but also be part of something that they can feel proud that they can feel inspired, that they can feel like they want to share with their network. And you were able to do all of that so extremely well. And I love, again, going back to Tingo, <laughs> to very beautiful, elegant, exotic, uh, 
temperamental passionate exchange where where it's not about a touch it's about the distance it's about finesse it's about unspoken as you said it's about that eye contact and trust without looking on down below what's going on where hands are going just being in the flow and a lot of times in order to do that we need to build that trust and we need to exude that trust wouldn't you say that Yes, exactly. And as a teacher, because I, I'm dancing and teaching for more than 30 years now, it's, wow. really, <laughs> it's really something that, that you have to understand like an independent union. So human relationships are like that. It's an independent union. You have both of the people who are in a connection have to be strong. So that means your core has to be strong. You know your values, you know your boundaries. And once you have this level, you can really work together. And once you reach this self-leadership uh, and once you are there and you are standing very strong alone, balanced and, and, and strong in the world with your own targets in your mind, you can collide with the other person and you can create interaction. And this interaction is creating a dynamism that is opening up other levels of growth. And this is something that is super important. I believe every single expert that I see at this summit, I see that everyone is hungry for encouragement. Everyone is hungry for something that makes them excited. So when I talk to them, I try to make them excited. I try to show that I care. I try to um, explain like when they, for example, don't answer, right? I am not saying, why don't you answer? Da, 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 da. I'm a leader, so I'm, I'm thinking, all right, they are busy, they have their own things, just like me, they have their own business. So what can I do? I explain, sorry, guys, if you don't do this, I cannot prepare the summit and it is really hard for me, da, 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 and I'm really passionate about this. Do you, don't you want to help me to make this event like a super event and we make it all together? And then when you turn it to this way and you explain it and you come from the common goal perspective, everyone gets excited and I got already all the answers and it became like something that I cannot explain. This is giving you back so much when people are really putting effort into something that they don't get paid for, right? Yes. It's, it's something that is you, you see that it's developing and you are super happy as an organizer, right? That is that is ultimate goal and beauty. And, and trust me, so many people try to do that and they don't do it well because, as you said, um, they may don't have a key ingredients to make that happen. And they get so sidetracked and their approach might not resonate very well. For you to get this with such a distinct, very different cultures, people from all over the world, I'm assuming you have representation at least from over 50, if not even 100 different countries, just from speaker perspective, right? So it's a true diverse global event with a different upbringing, with different expectations, with different human dynamics. And again, knowing very well what that takes, what that looks like. Uh, first of all, I want to just to kudo you. Uh, second of all, I also want to share you have phenomenal model because as a human behavioralist myself, and looking at all of them, when when people easily, even in smaller groups, get easily off um, with um, friction or conflict or whatever it might be, not only they're now contributing doing that for free, but they're harmoniously working together with a common goal. That is super, super hard. 
yet it is very simple, right? But I have to say for everybody watching, listening, this is a phenomenal opportunity for you to grab and take your notes because <laughs> even before COVID, so many organizations tried to do that and they failed with so much resource, with so many people because they forgot the core ingredients that are essential to make that happen. It's not just your leadership style, personality, but it's the passion and the approach, how you treat the people. Wouldn't you say that? Yes, it is definitely. Uh, the whole life is about that. I believe uh, understanding other people is the basic that you need to do. You cannot be now the world, uh, especially the youth. If we start to think about the youth, they are amazing. They are so uh, talented. I met with people at their own board, some South African guys who are helping me volunteering, talking to NGOs, trying to get the summit to NGOs, because that's the goal, right? To, for example, picture it like a, an old folks home is watching this summit from a TV in front of them or or a, or a women communities watching it. And they are so talented, but something is missing, which is which is real connections, real coming from I would say love, but it, it's not just love. It's just a curiosity. I, I love this in leadership. You have to be a curious leader and you have to spread this kind of mindset so that the people are always staying hungry, always staying hungry for more. Because if you lose your curiosity, then the creativity is not coming with it. So I believe that's the first step to stay curious, to stay hungry for for knowledge, for 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 just to understand the other people, to to know that, okay, this person has some problem and not just like, okay, I don't care, but to to be stay curious and come back to the person like after one. Are you already all right? Even if they didn't tell you the problem, but you saw that there is something is is this curiosity, the care that that matters the most. I would like to I love to bring this back to the world in a way. That is beautiful. You're already doing it. And I love where you say curiosity. And then you get um, comes that care. But also after that comes commitment. And you already accomplished all those three things, right? Staying hungry, curious by giving them something that it's talk provoking, but also allowing them to share their ideas and engage them in a beautiful way. And then obviously having opportunity to uh, further that down and then get all the way to commitment. And when people commit to stay committed and continue <laughs> to be committed for excellence, for the best thing that they can do, because if we don't go walk through that journey in those three stages, uh, people rush all the time, right? People miss these cues. And those are the things that are huge and very important. So now back to your audience, right? You are having audience from all over the world. Um, you're going to be having a youth from not only just from South Asia or Asia in general, you're going to be having from different parts of the world as well, the wise uh, people that are big, that will be joining. So do you mind sharing what was the response from the last year event from the audience and what do you anticipate in this time around? So last year we had like, as I told you, 108 experts from from uh, from all over the world and we have six, we reached with the summit 67 countries. So it's kind of like an amazing experience for the first time. And uh, we had more than 1,200 1, uh, subscribed participants. And it was just with the little resources, which I want to tell to everyone that it's okay to start uh, with small steps. It's okay to not to have 
hundreds of thousands of people because if you have 200 and with these 200 or 1200 you have a very good conversation and engaging uh, sessions then it works more than than rushing it up and uh, this year it's it's the same but i want to you know what i will tell you a personal story so i had an amazing grandfather and this my grandfather was always my role model and I loved our conversation. I loved how we could interact. I, and I learned from him so much. They were together with my grandmother for 58 years. So if you think about this, the youth today, they don't have this experience. First, because they, most of the people, they don't uh, get the child so early. So they, they became like, uh, the ch sometimes they don't even know their grandparents, right? Sorry, I'm became emotional because it's my grandfather <laughs> but I love him and, and every time I'm talking about him it's like something like this but it's it's something that today's youth don't get they they are not so connected they are expecting a lot of things it's not their fault they say that okay give me this phone uh, give me this one I, I want a it's book transactional. I want this. yes it's, it's transactional and they miss all this beauty in this human connection that I had with my grandparents and and I would love to bring this back with this summit, this feeling that, okay, there is a 80 year old lady and, and she's already online and she's Skyping and, and all these things. And imagine they can do it. So what they can do together when they put the skills together, the young people doing what they can do and the old people doing what they have from experience and everyone, companies can understand this, that it's not about an old people being old. It's about the experience and what they can accomplish doesn't matter how old are they coming back to the labels, right? It doesn't matter how old you are or who are you or where are you from and what is your name or it's important what you can accomplish, what you do and what is the result of it, whether you are young or old. And when you put this together and you make it like a puzzle that young people have this kind of advantages, this is the skill, old people have this kind of advantages and you use the best from both then the company can be successful, then some communities can be successful. So that's the vision for this year's summit. Wow, I love that. And I love how both of us, specifically you obviously are being influenced by your early childhood and upbringing and through story of your grandfather and impact that he made it on you. Um, for me it was my grandmother, so I can completely can understand what we carry from home and how that also it's a way to give it back right and do something in their name in their legacy or something that they help us in the foundation as a woman as a leaders but also uh, for the bigger greater goal and purpose and i love your vision of importance to install curiosity and create this beautiful connection and connectivity because our world needs that more than ever not just because the COVID. COVID just opened the doors to really what was already being there for so many years that forced us to slow down for a little bit so that we can truly acknowledge that right and I, I just love how you are graciously and gracefully bringing that to the light so Andrea, 
So now you're having obviously anticipation of bigger audience, people that can promote all the speakers. I'm being thrilled to be able to contribute and be one of the speakers and uh, make a difference. And also to see what it's coming years, uh, in years and years, because we're all craving for something that we can feel that we belong to, right? Sense of belonging is so important. That is beyond borders and cultures and family units. And, and the future, you know, I, I believe yes. uh, why I'm creating this is, is because I see the future, a very dry future, if we go the way how we go with sitting at home, sitting in front of the computer, using AI, doing all these things. It's beautiful. It's very nice. But somehow I don't see enough uh, attention on keeping the humanity, keeping the connections, keeping the human connections and taking care about not having so much pressure and, and not letting the people being depressed by being alone because this kind of um, social media kind of generations they are really alone and separated although they feel connected right but they are they are not as connected as we were when we were kids because it's not the same and humans are social creatures and I believe the future is about how we can conserve our humanity because that's the only thing that can uh, diversify us from machines from from ai from all the robotic uh, things that are coming so i believe that's some some very big importance to be able to keep this in humanity uh, so that we can stay human and we can still see each other as as valuable beings and that is so important, I can't agree more because we've seen a lot of times dehumanization so that it's easy to reject something or someone or, or, or think about uh, different groups of people and not acknowledge how world is, we're actually very small. And if somebody hurts in Asia, it's truly not just they're over there that are also our fellow friends and colleagues and how we are more interconnected and how we need to also think about solutions and opportunities through that interconnectedness that comes to forward uh, and, and, and solve some issues. And I can see that this event, it's not gonna be only just get together, but it's gonna solve some issues that I already can anticipate given the pulse of what's going on in the world. So based on all of this that we know and, and who you have as the speakers and the theme of this year event, what are you anticipating? What are some hot topics that you're gonna be addressing uh, with the speakers and interviews on your platform, on your hub? So we are working around the wheel of life. Last year, I started to work with that because I believe that's a very complete uh, thing to describe uh, everything what we are dealing with. And this year I chose personal development, professional development, social development and digital development. And in all these, uh, we will have uh, 25 uh, panel discussions all together. And uh, all the different topics will, will range uh, from uh, remote work to how to find your career to to a lot of lot of things that that we can actually uh, tap into together to even Bitcoin and uh, everything else and um, we will have a lot of lot of topics like uh, let me see what I can bring up which is very important like how diversity can be something strong for a company if they value it the most uh, how you can create uh, teams and, and networking and working together, fostering partnership 
and a lot of lot of lot of different things uh, i i believe in the next week i can reveal all the topics i don't want to tell too much because i want to keep it as a secret and next week uh, i will reveal all the specific uh, titles and uh, you can see more <laughs> that's fantastic and cannot wait and for everybody that is watching and listening where they can go, where they can register, where they can partake in this amazing event. Could you please share a little bit with our audience? Yes. Yeah, so if you would like to come to this summit, the only thing that you have to do is to go to www.globalempowermenthub.com and you have to register or RSVP your free ticket. And after that, uh, how it goes, if you register also for the Empowerment Hub, the website itself as a member, then you can get badges, earn, uh, earn uh, challenges, you know, get the certification that you were here and you can partake in many classes, many workshops. Uh, we will have open workshop rooms with thousand people's participants available to join in so i want all the thousand people in a in a camera for all the experts that's my biggest dream and um, engaging uh, sessions interviews and watch it on youtube and watch it on facebook and it's all simple you i tried um, this I, I didn't tell anyone yet, but I was interviewing 30 pl platforms, event platforms. You know, they are very, very uh, popular these days. And last year when I did my first summit, they were not at all popular. <laughs> there were two or three of them. And it's really hard. It's nice to see the development. But honestly, um, even last year I said, all right, let's do it very simple. I will do everything on StreamYard. And I was creating all the broadcast for the four days. And this year I decided, all right, let's do it. And I interviewed them and there is not really any platform who is really taking nonprofit free events into consideration. And it costs a lot to, to just to engage with an event platform. So I'm telling everyone it's possible also without event platform when you are starting up to make a nice event. You use your, your head, you use your logic and you take Zoom, you take StreamYard and you put everything together and you can create a very nice event just with a website and with these two tools, you can make a very nice event that the people will enjoy. But don't expect uh, magnificent things like, you know, hostesses at the, at the doors, <laughs> because that's not happening. It's an easy way to follow this summit on YouTube, on Facebook and on the website. That's all. <laughs> I love that said it's important to start simple, but also important to know what tools are available, how you can make it happen, not think that would be an overcomplicating. And at the same time, keep going, right? And adjust as you go. And in terms of now, we definitely going to share the website link, but who is this event for? In my mind, I feel like it's for everybody, but I want to hear that from you. <laughs> if people want to invite their colleagues, friends, their kids from, uh, you know, colleagues and friends who or schools, who would you consider this that is the most targeted audience for? So I would like to say that it's mostly for people who are interested in other people, right? Uh, that's one target audience, but it's also for people who are struggling, who are, as you said, stuck today, who cannot find uh, something that can bring them out of this uh, stuck uh, state of mind. Uh, if they need some inspiration, if they need some elevation, or even for underrepresented groups, if you are someone who, you know, I, I was working with transgender communities and they don't really have help, or, uh, or even if you are just someone who doesn't have anyone, you are lonely and you want some connections 
some friendships, you want to build connections. If you want to learn, if you want to get to know new things, new trends in business, in profession, in your personal life, if you just want to have fun, because we will have 42 days of, of health and wellness uh, sessions, so people can join in and dance with us and, and do yoga and we really make sure that it's an interactive experience and when you switch on your computer in the morning and you switch it off in the evening you will feel better and this is for for a lot of days for 38 days of active uh, active summit experience wow that is amazing not only it's coming soon not only it's having so much diverse topics but it's also for diverse audience an opportunity for all of us to connect on global scale Andrew, I can't say how grateful I am for opportunity to not only speak, but to contribute and support, but also to see this vision come into fruition because to me, I feel like we're, you're bringing the world together and giving actual time and opportunity for everybody to interconnect, build beautiful relationships, and as a result, thrive, not just to survive. So uh, I can't say again how great I was to uh, be your host here today on Legacy Leader Show mm -hmm. and learn from you because it's tremendous vision. And for everybody watching and listening, you guys see what is possible. Second year round, one person, one effort, one big vision, and then connection, relationship, and sharing that vision. And as a result, having doubled in speakers, volunteers to give their time to support and see this vision coming to fruition. Kudos, kudos, Andrea. <laughs> thank you very much. I, I really enjoyed the interview. <laughs> and thank you very much for letting me know about the event. And uh, yeah, I believe if you're listening and if you are in the audience, try it out. It doesn't cost much. And once you are there, make sure that you make the most of it and try to engage, get the connections, go to those networking events, put your comments, your insights and grow with the event. Because just to listen to all this knowledge, there is inter, inter information overflow. So if you just listen to it, it doesn't help. But if you interact and you take it as an active experience and you really are part of the game, then you can learn something and you can change habits. I mean, 30 days and 40 days are enough to change habits. <laughs> That is fantastic. And I love that it's also long enough that you can reprogram your way of thinking and doing and that it was spot on changing the habits and starting right before end of the year, new year with a new bang, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I'm looking forward to see everyone there. And uh, I'm really thankful for all the experts who are coming on board. I have to tell it because I know it's a huge work. I know it's something different. I know it's not just two emails uh, that I'm sending out, but I'm sending WhatsApp messages. I'm, I'm getting <laughs> to know everyone else. But I, I really believe that it's something profitable for everyone, not just on the money side but on really on the personal side on human side and, and it's a long-term kind of thing so i'm really thankful for all of you <laughs> absolutely and we're so grateful for your vision and everything you're creating because when we give we genuinely give we feel better so you also give a chance and opportunity for people to feel better to give to those in the need that want to learn want to grow that are disadvantaged socially economically politically or whatever might be real situation right and now that you have a chance to hear from their colleagues or people that maybe don't even know that they're going to 
admire, follow, and be influenced by because now you're leveling everything in the geographic distances and social economic issues and politics and religion are not the factor. And that is amazing. So again, it was absolute pleasure to host you here today on Legacy Leader Show. You shared some amazing, amazing golden nuggets and everybody watching, listening, watch and click on the link and go uh, participate on the summit. And I look forward to hearing all of your feedback. <laughs> Thank you very much for the interview and be there. And you know, you remember, I have a tagline there to dance your way. Thank you for listening to Legacy Leader Show. If you enjoyed the content and had a positive experience, then please leave us a positive rating. In addition, leave us positive review whenever you are listening on whatever platform there might be. Make sure your friends and family also know about the benefit and value that we provide and what we have to offer. Cheers.